This is Fish and Fries, an American soccer podcast. I'm Andrew, and this is my co-host, Spencer. We want to bring you an American perspective on the world game. Welcome back to another episode of Fish and Fries, an American soccer podcast. I'm Andrew here with my guy Spencer. Spencer, just I know it's been a minute. We haven't been, you know, it's been back and forth. We've had some ups and downs here. Quick question, just because it's been tough to keep track of. Who's leading the Premier League title chase? Do you know? I can't even. It's been so long. I can't even. Well, the last time we really got to dive into it, uh, Arsenal mm-hmm. had a nice kind of little hefty, hefty, hefty lead, but uh. Three straight draws, followed by a loss today to the boys over oh. in Manchester. Uh-oh. And uh, still hanging on to first, but uh, don't control their own destiny. And it is tight at the top. A little less tight, actually. Looking good for City, man. But good day for the boys. Good day. Yeah. And and honestly, I think we kind of start right there because a great day for the boys. Um, I had... <laughs> It ended up being what four one, right? I had a whole message typed out to you about like at, at ready for halftime, right? Hey, one nil at halftime. Like it feels like it could have been three or four. It could have been five. You know, like are you disappointed? Are you worried? And even then, you guys come through right on the stroke of halftime to give yourself that cushion, a real like champions esque play to not even let it be in doubt going into half. Just a consummate great performance from you guys today. Yeah, man. Um, really, one of the performances of the season I've seen from mm-hmm. honestly, honestly, any team really. That was an emphatic victory for City. Um, Pep got the tactics just spot on. Um, he's he's really been in his bag lately with the four. I mean, we played Kyle Walker today, but the four center backs in the back <laughs> and no fullbacks. Who would have thought thing? Um, but played down the middle today, just totally used basically Grealish and Bernardo as guys to track back. And uh, like Martinelli, I don't even think I heard him, his name called one time in the game today. No, which uh-uh. is insane. Saka, I, I saw him on the ball a few times, but wasn't able to create anything with it. And they just completely frustrated Arsenal. And then Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Holland up the middle, just absolutely terrorizing party and holding and Gabrielle back there but oh I mean it was it was um fun to watch as a city fan I mean I think even if you're a neutral on that you can appreciate how well city were playing in this game today and how they made a team like Arsenal who granted they've been in a little bit of tough form lately but made them look like they didn't belong on the same pitch at a lot of the game yeah and like you you said it but it was Like, usually to play, to have, like, that comprehensive of a win, it's a top-of-the-table team playing a bottom-table team, right? Like, you guys, boss, you know, there's, like, boss in the field, and then there's whatever you guys did to Arsenal for the first, like, 75 minutes is what I reliably saw of this game. Like, just, just dominating. Like, the fact that, like, if you just had a neutral watch the game today, right, and you were like, those are the two best teams, it'd be like, huh. No, that's one of the best teams, but that other team out there is not getting it done today. Um, but no, I think uh, 
I mean, KDB on that first run to goal is just kind of the epitome of running through that team like Swiss cheese that no one's been able to do anything to all year. Yeah. And like on that goal, particularly right. The first goal today, that's just kind of a sign of what's making this city team a bit different than what they've had in years past to me is they, I mean, that's a route one goal. They lumped it up to Holland. Holland just (laughs) nods it down bumps it over to De Bruyne. De Bruyne goes on a run and scores from outside of the box. Like that is, it is a route one goal Mm -hmm. and they're able to do that. Right. They, something that's been really interesting to me of late is they've been in this really, really good run of form is that you look at the possession numbers sometimes and around the end of the game, a lot of the time when they're seeing a game out in the second half, particularly it was like this kind of in the Bayern game too, you'll see the possession kind of get closer to 50, 50 again, or have city take a little advantage. But when they're bossing games, they're, playing on the counter they're not Mm -hmm. just doing this necessarily they can still play that way the way they have years past of the passing and passing and waiting for you to make a mistake but now if you're going to sit back they'll say okay we'll just hoof it up to the big norwegian fella and we'll let him do his thing and it's working to great great success and they're they're rolling of late man and it's it's a lot of fun to watch sorry there's there's nobody better to hoof it up to man like he he tied I think he tied Salah's record today and that was for a 38 game season and they've played 31 so he's got seven games to break that record I think he'll do it um my, my money say. would be on my money would be on Holland breaking that record or his leg those are the only two options and I would not wish that on you that is a knock on wood scenario there so I'm not trying to wish that on you but there's no way he doesn't break that record or his leg one of those two things absolutely will happen um and this just kind of continues the great run of form. We didn't get really a chance to bring it up last time, but dis- disposing of a Thomas Tuchel-led Bayern team, like a dismissal of, I mean, and, and Bayern has dismissed themselves from pretty much any and all competition, except for they still have league games to play. But you guys are just on a run right now, like being able to hoof the ball up to Holland, knock it down and give the ball to the only player maybe playing better than Holland right now, which is KDB and I think this was kind of like, you remember earlier in the year we were, I was talking about like, I haven't seen like the KDB like masterclass yet, right? Today was the KDB masterclass that I've kind yeah. of been looking for all year. Like just bossing the game, control and everything, gets the goal early and just there's nothing you could do. Like there's a reason they call like Odegaard like KDB like, it's because the best version of an attacking player like that is KDB and Odegaard can sometimes do things like that, but not today, man. I don't know. Was Thomas Party playing? I know he played the whole time, but like, what? Where was he? Where was this defensive midfield? Where was like? I know they were missing Gabriel. I, I oh, we had a joke about Rob holding and basically Rob holding on for dear life because they were running him right, <laughs> and then he gets the only goal in this game for Arsenal. But just what a run, man! Like, congratulations on having soccer you actually want to watch each week. What a fun thing to have. <laughs> Yeah, right. Um, yeah, party was out there. And if I did have, you know, it's a great day. I'm very happy with the end result. But if I, you know, I am kind of a miserable prick. So I have a couple of things to complain about. <laughs> One would be the fact that Thomas party was on the field. And I, I think, I don't think he got subbed off at the end. He might've, I don't know, but he he didn't get a red card, which is like crazy to me how many fouls because he was just chasing the play the entire game. Um, yeah, it was, uh, 
Michael Oliver, and he was not a great day for old Mikey boy on the pitch today. Missed a lot of stuff, but yeah, but he didn't change the out. He didn't change the outcome. It didn't, you know. I would say he didn't change the outcome. He just it's it's probably a all right. Okay, okay. I can only I can hold on. No, no, no. I can only I can only deal with so much. It should have been seven nothing. It was only four to one. We haven't scored a goal in three months, man. Sure, sure. Can't hear about this. I I tried. Maybe that I was my draw. Oliver's I have to draw plan. a line somewhere. I have to draw a line. Well, somewhere. maybe that was his plan was to like you know rob city of a few and maybe send the vibes down to uh, Stanford Bridge. But uh, maybe that'll materialize you know, I mean, this weekend. Coming in, you're sitting at a plus fifty three goal differential. Sorry, it's not plus fifty six. Yeah. What are, we mad about? <laughs> what are we mad about, man? Like I'm that that's uh, it perturbed me a bit. Like I said, I'm I'm happy. I, I, I know, but overall. The other thing, game, yeah, yeah the, I had one more gripe still. I'm still miserable prick, so I had two gripes yep. actually I came out of Wait, it. The your, other your one. First, your first gripe refuted. I Go ahead. Ready to refute the second gripe. The second we gripe. We had a funeral for my team, but go ahead. <laughs> the second gripe is uh, Lee Dixon just needs to be a little bit better on co-comp sometimes. I'm tired of him just going to the lazy excuse of City have all the money in the world and they just that's that's why they're good because they just spend a lot of money. Yes, they spend a lot of money. If you look at the net spend table since 2018, 14th in the net spend table in the entire Premier League. 14th. I know they spent a lot of money to get there. I'm not going to go on this big rant about it, but just be better. It's a lazy thing to go to. Well, I I understand. Well, Arsenal like, has spent more money than City it, this year. Mention it, right? Mention it, sure, right? If it's your first ever game, right? Like if you have to kind of think about it that way, right? Mention it for sure. But I, I agree with you because Chelsea gets a lot of the same thing. And now it's as a negative thing. It's going to come right? even worse now after what they've done the last couple transfer windows too. It we're, already has. We're, we're not speaking of a team that's dead. I'm just providing another example. <laughs> this team has, has the taboo. We will not bring it up. But uh, um, <laughs> but like, I, I agree. It's like a lazy thing to bring up all the time. It's right? just it's the annoying. same way we were complaining about like the new ca- Newcastle making a run in the FA Cup, right? Was it the FA Cup? Whatever cup it was. Um, Carabao Cup. I don't care about it. Cup. Whatever. I don't. Whatever it's called. Um, but like to bring it up all the time, as opposed to like this is a great like you guys don't have the like the sentence to me should be sure they've spent the most money, but they have the best coach and the best players. Let's focus on two out of those three and don't pick the money. Yeah, and I think it's, it's just interesting. Yeah. It's just gotten to a point with like City, right? They've been at not this level per se, but like in the t- upper echelon of the Premier League for we're going on like 15 years now. I, I get it. It's it's not weird anymore, right? It's not new anymore. It's not like they're like, I don't like it even with Newcastle. I, I've been on here. Yeah, I've been no, as that's... much as saying that. But, like, at least with Newcastle, you have the thing of, like, oh, they're getting good because they're spending money. And I think it's been over-exaggerated how much money they've spent because they haven't spent a shitload of money yet. But, nonetheless, it's just with City, like, they're running a financially stable model right now. I, I know they have nice facilities, all that. They pump money into it. Yes, they have money. I'm not denying that. But I, I know as, like, City fans – it gets annoying to for, to us for sure to just hear all the time of like, it's just because they have all the money in the world. Manchester United has spent the most money of any club in the world over the last like 10 years. And what do they have to show for it? They haven't won anything in the last 10 years except for a dumb cup here and there. So, you know, just it's a little bit lazy of an excuse that are that, you know, got my goat a little bit. 
But otherwise, great day. Not going to be a miserable prick. Like I said, just had to get the couple complaints out of the way. Sure. And I think I think I worry about it. So let's flip it around for a minute here. If you're if you're the Arsenal, right? What can you possibly take from this except for we bottled the league, right? And this is now a runaway freight train off the tracks, right? With City, like they even if Arsenal still rebound, right? Like you know, we kind of alluded it to alluded to it in the open there. Um, Arsenal are still top by two points, seventy five to seventy three, but City have two games in hand, right? And it's hard to imagine City bottling any of those games, and they have a plus thirteen goal differential just on Arsenal. So even right. if it comes down to the things that would be a tie or anything like that, right? Um, yeah, but uh, like just a comprehensive good performance. Like the Rob holding goal is one of the funniest things ever. Like to me, great finish. Says, like a it, great finish. I, Chelsea should pay him about 45 mil to stand up top. Rob um, deserved that after how bad of a day he had. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, we don't want Rob to retire. Yeah, what that was the soccer football gods? gods. Like, yeah, the soccer gods are going to, we're absolutely looking down like, he's going to quit in the middle of a season. They might win the title. We can't do that to him. Rob, <laughs> here's a literal goodie bag, a gift from the gods. And we'll even give you a good finish on this, man. But like, um, yeah, like just just a like a horrible Arsenal performance in a year where there hasn't yeah. really been it. Right? Like, it's very hard to think of our Arsenal game where even if they didn't get the result, they didn't fight. They didn't look like they, like a city are truly like truly just at a different level right now. And it's sure. fantastic to watch. Yeah. And I think for Arsenal, we're, we're not going to get as much into it. The three, uh, three from Friday against Southampton, but that mm-hmm. like they, you know, they'd had bad results. The, the two draws before that to Liverpool and West Ham and the Liverpool one, you know, we're like, okay, we get that. The, West Ham one, you're like, eh, it's not great, but they're playing better, but they're away. But like then to draw it home to Southampton on uh, the previous Friday was like, they're bottom of the league, man. You can't stay in a title race if yeah. you're going to draw. But, to, but even it, then they scrap a draw. Right. right? And they, they yeah, they rescued that, a draw. Like both, rescued both a draw. They should have lost. And even then you could kind of, not to jump in on you there, but like you can make the narrative of like, even when they stumble, they don't fall, right? Big performance mm-hmm. against City and everything's back to the way it was, right? Because that, that yeah. easily could have happened today. If it was 4-1 the other way, right? We'd be sitting here saying like, you know, Southampton has everything to play for. Arsenal didn't have it that day, but they scrapped a draw. Now it's easy to sit here and say, well, they didn't have it at all. And look, we knew they weren't going to have it because they haven't had it all year. Yeah, they've hit a basically. They've hit their first. All, you know, the last two weeks. Yeah, Right, they've, they've hit their first like real, real wobble at, a very inopportune time in the season. And mm-hmm. look, I'm not is somebody who's vested into this title race. Obviously the odds have significantly shifted into city's favor. I'm not putting mm-hmm. this to bed yet. Although city do have the opportunity now to like, even if they, even if they only got one point out of those two games in hand, like they're, they're still right there in it. Right. Like if they get to two draws or something, they're tied with Arsenal and have a way better goal difference. So mm-hmm. it sure, certainly sh- lines up well for them. But um, I think for Arsenal, yeah, you, I mean, you do have to look at it and be like, realistically, what do they get out of this to go back to your original question is they get a really, really hard real life lesson of what it's like to be at this end of the table, because it's a club that hasn't been in these situations for the last 10, 15 years. Right. 
they're they've been kind of floundering a good season for them is to like challenge for top four of late since wing wenger really like kind of fell off later in his career his last few years weren't so good and they've been in limbo since then so Mm -hmm. i think it's still like we'll be able to go back at the end of the year regardless of what happens right if they win the title obviously we'll be able to go back and be like what a great season but even if they come second uh, they did clinch top four today with the uh, brighton loss against um forest which maybe get into that a little later what a crazy thing that is but top four at least we'll be able to look back and be like great season for arsenal but yeah it's a it's a real tough life lesson today for them i think is just all they can leave the etihad with no and and they've got a pretty like they've got a pretty good run here at the end of it they played chelsea which they went win by a hundred um but like newcastle brighton with brighton's got like you just alluded to brighton's got a lot to play for now right um nottingham forest and then wolves so like you would rather end with those two games right forest and wolves but at the same time those are going to be the biggest games of those guys this season right you don't always want to play somebody scrapping to stay up at the bottom of the table yeah for sure they'll be playing i mean city's got a lot of the same too but particularly that newcastle away game uh looks pretty tough and I i think maybe we can kind of segue that into Probably one of the game, only games we really need to get into from over the weekend is what Newcastle did to Spurs <laughs> at St. James Park. Oh, um, man. 6-1. I will say right now, that is the worst game of football I've ever seen a team play. Yeah, uh, hot take for that you. Five, five nothing after 20 minutes is the worst you've ever seen a team play. That's a hot take. I, I, <laughs> well, okay, well, but like, even then, it could be like two fluky goals and a worldie. No, just shots, just <laughs> going around, guys not giving a shit, shooting the ball at a keeper who's acting like he'd like to never play for France again. Um, like, we might get that wish. Well, I, I think he's, <laughs> I think Mike Mignon, the only person happy about that Spurs result from a Spurs perspective is Mike Mignon because he's like, oh, nice, French number one, locked no, up wee wee. after this and Barry. <laughs> yeah. I was worried I was going to have to battle with that guy this summer, and I'm clearly just not. But, um, like great great win for newcastle right like you know they were playing that badly but you had to like spurs were playing that badly but you still have to show up and like beat them right there are plenty of times like how like how many how often is it like a premier league game you watch and you go like so it's not about who's gonna like play better and win this game it's about who's not gonna play worse right who's not gonna severely fuck up right and get out of here with a one nil or a two nil or something like that this was the most comprehensive beating I can remember watching. Yeah. Like just. Yeah. That, I like, think let's, let's I'll like give the fourth round of the FA cup. Yeah. It, I heard somebody referencing. They're like, they're pretty sure if you put a national league team out there, they would at least be able to hold their own against Spurs. The they would have they they at least gave a shit. I can tell you that. Wrexham might've grinded out a one nil in that game, but nonetheless, just to say like for Newcastle, I don't want to just make it all about Spurs here. Uh, Newcastle was really good, right? Um, as bad as Spurs were, you do have to show up and like rip apart the wet paper bag. <laughs> you can't just, you know, <laughs> let it sit there. But realistically, Newcastle were really good, right? I want to give them a little bit of flowers. Like that pass by Willis. Oh my god. Goal, oh my god. That's uh <laughs> 
probably my assist of the season. We'll we'll see if yeah. like an outside of the boot like that. Come on, man. Come on. Oh my god. From way outside. From like, like like a 70 yard pass, just in stride, perfect. Put him dude. in one on one. That was amazing. That gave me Isak looked like a goalie, like Isak looked like a striker worth going and paying for, like for the first, you know what I mean? Like I feel like he did that at Real Sociedad. This is the first time you saw him like run and get on the ball and do all the things that made him like a high price striker target like mm-hmm. but no it's guys like like yeah you want to talk about this team with the money spent thing right well it's guys like joe willock willock who are coming in and putting in like crazy performances and joe linton not exactly you know high price throw your money around guys and just what is spurs doing right what what do you like they fired, they had an interim manager, they fired him, they brought in a different <laughs> interim manager. And it's like, I don't know, as a as a Chelsea fan, I I support their horrible and chaoticness because at least it it takes away from us being the only London team without their shit together. But holy cow, man, like yeah, definitely even I thought that was a little bit excessive. Definitely a little bit of like a white elephant in the room to kind of take the attention away from you guys uh over in <laughs> Stanford Bridge. So that's probably helped deflect it a little bit, but I think we can sum up the Spurs thing is just kind of putting it into this conversation because the effort was terrible, right? The season's been super uneven. Like, I can't believe they're still fifth in the table or whatever the hell yeah. they are, fifth, sixth. Like, it's crazy yep. to me, but uh, like they're they're on the outside looking in for top four, certainly now. It's looking more and more like a long shot the way Newcastle's playing. So well, seventh, seventh, they said seventh today after the games uh, today yeah with after games today so you know currently on the outside of european football like you know so i I think right they they might challenge for europa league or something sure but i I think we're getting to a point here now for the last couple seasons and how chaotic it's gotten there like do you think it's time for like a full-on rebuild at spurs like no eric dyer plays forever (laughs) <laughs> he plays forever like that and that's kind of what i don't get right like we just talked about like big teams wanting to be big teams and acting like big teams right you spend the money you go get players and it's kind of this cutthroat thing and tottenham's never really wanted to do that but they have wanted to be included in that conversation right they go and get and they've made some big money moves i'm not saying they're out there getting stuff done on the cheap right like romero is not cheap but how many times are you going to just run Kane and Song out, Son out there this year and tell them, hopefully you guys can kind of figure this out for us? Eric Dyer sucks, man. Stop playing him. Stop playing him in central defense. I know about shitty defenders. I got 20 of them on the Chelsea roster. That guy sucks, man. Like, Maurice has had, had a horrible – like, you got subbed at halftime as a goalie, and I know they said he was injured or whatever, right? But – yeah, his was pride a was hurt. Performance for a goal. Yeah, exactly. He took one right in the ego, I think, and he's going to be out for four to six weeks. I think is my early prognosis, but just nothing from the mid- midfield like Swiss cheese, man. They subbed off uh, Papa Mete Sar, I think, if I'm getting his name right, who was like kind of a sought after like CDM product a couple years ago that they kind of won, you know, quote unquote, win the race for. And they subbed him off after 20 minutes, my guy. 20 minutes and the goalie at halftime. Let's just say if you're a CDM though, and it's five nothing at half after 20 minutes. I, you're, I might you're, you're thinking maybe some more, maybe some more attacking. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm thinking we might as well go for it at this point. Oh, <laughs> this whole defense thing ain't working. No, but just like you know, I there it's like they were defending people with COVID. They didn't want to get within six feet of them, man. That was horrifying. But it's just like just as you're kind of running through it there, right? You go through their roster, like they don't have yeah, we, good young play. They have good players, I think. A lot of good mm-hmm. players. Like I when I say good, I mean like what Play, seven, seven out of ten soccer level players yeah seven right? out of ten guys on the national team for whatever their country is right like right. A, a very good bar but not you know i'm not saying you're in the world 11 right but if you're good enough to play for your country that's a crazy good honor you're a very right. good player. so i would say like here's a good way to put it right is if you look at arsenal this year and i know we just kind of came at them for their shortcomings but if i look at their squad when they're healthy right like grant jaka might be the worst player on the pitch and he's like a seven out of ten right Right. That is Spurs best midfielder. And they have three of them that are all like around <laughs> there. Um, yeah. It's, it's like really low. It's a problem Spurs, of the, Spurs they're in their old midfielders dream of seven out of tens. Yeah. And they're the way, old. They keep too. them up at night dreaming about it. Like they're old. They're, pa- yeah, they're old, man. They're old. They're past their prime. Like, you know, maybe not maybe past maybe... their prime, but it's just like, there's not even, they're like in their well, prime. Well, if this, guess, is, their prime, this, this sure is their prime, they're sure. If they're, this is their prime, they're sure past it, man. They're average like, players. Right. I'm just I'm just going to the point of like they're average players for like that size of a club. And you can have those guys, right? Like you can have those guys and be a good team. But it can't all be those guys. You need a couple guys in there that are like really world class. And Harry Kane is that. And Youngman's yeah. son has been that in years past. This year he is not. No, Christian Romero has been that in years past. He's not been that this year, except for when Christian, he played for Christian Romero is not, Yeah, Christian Romero left his game in the... Buenos in Aires. Guitar. I think he no, out... I, I, I was going to say, I think he drank it out of himself in Buenos Aires partying. He's never <laughs> been the same since he came back. But, yeah, like, it's just the whole team is just, like, these 7 out of 10 guys that are, like, not young, not promising players. You know what they are. And there's the ceiling's not there. Like, at least if they were, like, inserted a couple five out of tens in there or something then we'd have like a better look of you know having guys that are even have potential at least to be good in the future Mm -hmm. you know what i mean well even then like i i I generally this season i've been pretty impressed with oliver skip right young guy coming through there like midfield couldn't find him today holy cow did he like he had a horrible game he had a young guy game like getting bossed out of the midfield Right. And I think he's like 22 or something like that. Right. So he still can have those moments. But like, just you have like, I, I guess the answer to the question of how bad can it possibly be if you have an elite attack of Kane, Son, Richarlison, Kulisevsky, right? I guess it's fifth. I, I guess it's seventh. Like, if your attack is truly that potent, because Kane is whatever you want to say about him, right? potent if he gets the ball in the box i expect it to go in the net right i don't quite understand all this criticism like he's the best he's the best english striker there's ever been he's the best striker in the history of the premier league yeah exactly and hands down like he he took that Colin might challenge for that but hands down right now no absolutely and um like for kane to still be on this team it's like man like you i don't want you to go to united or anything right like but you can't keep playing for this like second tier team. Like you, like you deserve better. That's not as much of a shot as it seems, but like 
seriously it's like when you watch like a, a guy on a, on the marlins throw like 20 like win 20 games as a pitcher it's you're sandy like, alcantara oh. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah you're like oh buddy like we got can we get you i don't want anybody to go to the yankees but can we get you on the yankees what about the dodgers like somewhere i can watch team? you on tv once in a while yeah or, or even just like how do you know if you can ever be the best if you're not competing at truly the highest level right, right. everything's different if they win if they beat Liverpool, right, three years, three years ago, four years ago, whatever it is in the Champions League final, mm-hmm. right? Everything's different for them. But they didn't. And they're just kind of chasing that. And talk about a team needing direction, man. Holy cow. Yeah, man. So Tottenham been tough. I'm with you. I think just kind of nuke it, bring in some young guys and uh try to win a trophy. But um speaking of mm-hmm. some trophy stuff, uh we yes, had a couple sir. FA Cup semifinals. We already gave City a bunch of flowers, so we don't really need to talk about them. They cruised past Sheffield United, and they will be playing Manchester United, who survived against Brighton, and a Manchester yeah. Derby in the FA Cup. I think we care enough and about the Cup for that, right? We, That's we do. This is, this is not the don't care about it Cup. Um, and, and that Brighton-Man U game was actually a really good game to watch. Um, it was up and down, back and forth. It went through, I think like 14 straight combined penalty makes was it seven to seven or six to seven something like that something sorry i don't like have that. it in front of me at the it moment. was a great shootout <laughs> i feel i felt so bad for like pascal i think it was gross right who missed it for no sally march uh, sally march yeah after which, a great first season. of all those two are the same guy because i was getting ready <laughs> to say the exact same thing about pascal gross of just being like a guy brighton finds you you don't really have a position but that means for them you can play 10 different positions and you know selfless hardworking. For him to miss it, I was just like, oh, I felt bad for him. And I don't, I don't spend a lot of time feeling bad for Brighton this year as they've uh, been incredible. But I think, yeah, that that loss, I think, for them kind of hung over today because they lost 3-1 to, to Nottingham Forest. But What um, a win for Forest, though. What a win for Forest. Kind of brings us, you know, to the bottom bottom part of the table. But uh, the, the bottom Forest, bunch. <laughs> the bottom bunch, yeah, dude. We got... Uh, Southampton still on the bottom there. Everton and Leicester are the ones going down at the moment, and that's because of Nottingham's win today. Nottingham has scampered up to you know relative safety at the moment. Yeah, like a couple 20, teams yeah. are kind of thirty like points a, versus twenty nine. Sorry, I had to scroll over to see. Yeah, where no, you're good. Was. Uh, we've got like a little more separation here. Like Wolves have kind of, they had a couple wins. They've kind of picked themselves out of there a little bit. West Ham's really turned it on late. Um, Holy cow. Yeah. They can't stop scoring. Yeah. Yeah. Really. And uh, it's looking like that, that draw, right. I know we kind of referenced it when we talked about Arsenal, but that draw for Southampton really hurt. That would have been a huge three points for them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, like getting a point there on paper, like going into it's awesome, but you're winning 3-1 in like the 89th minute. So that's a really, really tough one to not get the three points oh. in that one. But um, I mean, they're six points adrift now. It's going to be really hard for Southampton at this point. They're looking like we finally have one that's maybe separated themselves as like probably for sure going down out of this bunch. But yeah, like Leeds, Bournemouth, and big trouble again. They're right on the cusp. And, um, and not an easy, not an easy run in either for them. I don't think. No, if I no, for sure. Right, but... Like I know Leeds has City once, and City's you know motivated to play and stuff. So uh huh. I don't know. It's it's so hard to talk about the bottom, man. It's just, it's super interesting. And it's like, I don't know, like 
every team seems to lose randomly, and then you get like Forrest who hasn't won in forever, and they're like, okay, now we're gonna just beat Brighton. Right, we'll just throw three past Brighton. You know, that's what everybody For thought sure. was gonna happen today. It's like, wait, but, what? No, not at all. I don't know. It's just gonna be a continuing to like monitor this as we go, then. and yeah, the dog fight. I like it's I said, so I think, fun though. It's it so is fun. fun to have more than just the title race, like. American sports guys, come on. Just it's been fun to eyes. have like just Jeopardy at the top and bottom, right? Like that's been yeah. so awesome to me of like it's, it's been so good if you're just in the middle, just absolutely, you know, washing wasting away, just you know, being being kind of hopeless. My sorry, you know, there's a team that's dead in the middle of the table there. Um <laughs> we won't even get into the but... mid table mush. There is no 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 it's, it's no, now no, it's no. near the bottom. I said we will not speak of the team who must not be named until they score a goal on purpose or hire a manager. <laughs> And they did neither one of those two things today. So all right, then we'll, the we'll skip out on we'll skip out on Voldemort then. <laughs> At least Voldemort would have if they hired him would have like a specific direction. Like I don't like that direction, but you know it wouldn't be it'd be it'd be clear. You yeah. wouldn't have this waffling back and forth. But even that was too much time on the team that shall be shall not be named. Got to yeah. go to the Chelsea swear jar after this. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right then we can uh, we can kind of start to wrap here then man anything you're looking forward to this weekend coming up i know spurs united um, tomorrow chelsea don't tasty. play again and that's kind of the best thing i can say um chelsea have the play again on tuesday here but um spurs united spurs liverpool that's great for spurs after you know just a great performance against a good team last week well, even we'll then, liverpool's, that a, liverpool's another team where it's like we don't really ever know what we're going to get from them they're like, kind of playing better lately though i don't feel are, good but, for spurs <laughs> and it's at anfield. no 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 it's, <laughs> at, yeah at anfield is, is actually all you had to say to be honest um but even like yes yeah, spurs united tomorrow yes yeah, spurs united tomorrow they're coming fast but and furious right now we got a lot of games here man it's it's getting crazy. I'm just holding out hope for not getting embarrassed on Tuesday. Um, but no, it's been a uh, been a while since we got to talk to everybody, get back in the groove of things here. But we are um, about to wrap up. Anything else you want to touch on before we start getting out of here, bud? No, just that. Uh, yeah, format's been a little weird lately. Schedule's been weird. We've been dealing with some technical difficulties beyond our control, Oof. guys. So kind of bear with us as we navigate this. I'm on vacation next week too, so it might be a weird week next week. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, we're we're navigating through <laughs> some uh, some rushing white water here. So uh, just just bear with us as we kind of try to yeah we'll, keep the we'll ship keep from tipping. We'll keep paddling here, which is what they tell you to do. Just keep paddling. And we're stay. going upstream right now, my friends. <laughs> yeah, we're we're like we're, I, I do feel like one of those salmon that's just jumping and like maybe a bear will eat me. I don't know, but uh. <laughs> No, man. And uh, until next time, uh, Spencer, anything else, bud? No, just, uh, yeah, like I said, keep with us. Follow us on Twitter at Fish Fries Pod. Follow the pod. Give us a like. All that stuff helps yeah. us out. It would actually quite a bit help us out maybe in our current <laughs> situation that we're kind of going please. through. So uh, please, all that love. Like I said, on the Twitter at Fish Fries Pod, we have some good stuff going on there. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, uh, I think we're ready to wrap up this week, my friend. All right. I will talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Take care.